attitude. We need swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your hosts today, TJ and Zach. Hey, hey, hey. So we are without Raj, which means we got a 45-minute timeline because we're using poor people Zoom. Uh, so we're going to dive right into it. If you guys want to find us, we're on Twitter at FHF Hockey. We are in the Fantasy Hockey Discord, and we're back from All-Star break, and there's a shit ton to catch up on. A lot. Mainly injuries, so let's just blow through those, and we'll talk about any of the ones that uh, have huge implications, but what do you got for me? All right. Eric Johnson left the game today with an upper body injury. A bunch of people that left the game t- like today. Philip Forsberg left today's game after a hit um, from uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, I believe it was, yep. uh, from the Flyers. Um, so, and he had, you know, zero points, zero shots on goal, no nothing. Uh, Flyers did end up losing that game, but you know what it is, what it is. So, uh, James Reimer, he is out with illness. Oh, uh, another person that, uh, left today's game. Uh, this one sucks. Jake Sanderson left today's game. Um, also Lucas Raymond, he missed today's game. This actually, you know what? I should have gone over this when we were talking about Sanderson with uh, Ottawa, Anton Forsberg. Yeah, both, was stretchered both off the ice today. Um, so what happened? I don't know if uh, you, you guys saw it or you guys know, uh, but there was, you know, Zach Hyman was in his office right above the crease, and he kind of got uh, pushed. It didn't look dirty or anything, but, you know, he did come down on Forsberg's right leg, and he actually had to be stretched off. So, I mean, it could be anything here. That could be, a you know, a serious knee injury. Uh, it could be a broken bone, anything. So we'll have to see about that. But it's looking like, uh, you know, Anton Forsberg is going to be out for a while. Um, Logan Thompson is week to week. Uh, he had to be helped off the ice Thursday. Uh, Coach Cassidy is hopefully he's going to return this season, uh, but soon is not likely. So all those people that have been, you know, singing praises for Longa Thompson this year, and he's been doing great. Uh, you know, it, this is this is a hard one yeah. because you know this might be the rest of your um, the fantasy the season. rest of your fantasy season. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they're not going to rush him back if they don't need to. So is Logan Thompson like a? Is he a drop? I guess I'll just come out and say, is he, is he a drop? I don't think he's a drop, uh, especially if you got IR space. If you don't, I'm afraid he probably has to be. Aiden Hill's 31%. He's going to be getting a lion's share. They called up Laurent Persois. So that's your goalie tandem right now. But Hill is definitely the ad, uh, especially if if you're a Logan Thompson owner and you can go out and get Hill. Just ride the same team and all that because you're, you're getting a bona fide starter. And anybody that wants to capitalize on that and get a starter. Like even if you didn't have Logan Thompson and you just needed a goalie, Aiden Hill's out there 31%. And that's as of what 1140 at night on Saturday. It's going to be more than that by tomorrow. Cause people, uh, people know about it. Um, and in all honesty, I've liked Lauren, you know, Lauren Bois in the past as, as a streamer, 
not a, a guy to have on your team regularly, but as a streamer, I've definitely liked him before. Yes, sir. Um, one of our guys, Evan Rodriguez, he got hit in the puck, uh, hit in the face with a puck the other day. Uh, left the game, but he is back. He had zero point or zero points today, but dude had seven shots on goal in his first game back. Like that's pretty. That's pretty freaking awesome. I so like good for you, Evan Rodriguez. That's why we like you because you get seven shots on goal. I like it. Uh, same uh, same team here. Carol McCarr. He is out for the rest of the week. The earliest he could possibly return is uh, Tuesday at home against Tampa. Um, this this a weird one. This a weird one. Rasmus Anderson was was riding his uh, like his moped scooter, yeah, his scooter, and he was hit by a car on Wednesday. He's day to day. Um, he was possible to return today. He did not. Uh, but he was hit by a car. Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> They're giving Uyghur reps on the top power play, so hopefully he can get a little juice going in his game. That would be big. Oh, Mackie Weeks, what a what a uh, Calgary has just been year. so weird. Like Huberto hasn't done a goddamn thing. Huberto's down to the second power play unit for anybody looking for an excuse to drop him. Uh, it looks like they're splitting power play units as of the time being. But uh, yeah, man, Huberto's just been ass. You know who's back? Uyghur's been you know who's ass. Back? Blake Coleman. Blake yeah. Coleman. He's back, baby. Yeah, back. Send, send it. All right, let's get through this injury report. Okay, eh? yeah, we have a couple more. Sorry. Uh, Jack Hughes, he is week to week. Um, it happened during practice. Lindy Ruff made it seem like uh, it wouldn't be too long, but uh, he is going to be out at least a week. Uh, Alexander Barkov came back today, which is awesome. Uh, he had five shots on goal and a goal. Um, then a couple of IR news. You got Andre Burakovsky was placed on IR on Thursday. He was hurt earlier in the week on Tuesday. Troy Terry also placed on IR, but uh, that was yesterday on Friday. And Johnny Tace. He is not playing the rest of the week because of illness. Here's a fun one for you. So we got Jacob Chikrin scratched for trade protection, I guess. Like they don't want to put him on the ice because if he gets hurt, then there's no value to anybody making a run. Uh, and we're hearing Frank Saravalli put out a tweet that there is smoke surrounding the LA Kings, but there isn't fire just yet. So what do you think? Chikrin, I mean, shoot, I hate speculating like this. You know, I does love he, does speculating like this. I love speculating. <laughs> well, this, like this this right here, this is the danger of like uh, chasing a defenseman going into trade deadline is because anyone that's going to add a defenseman that's on a run already has a top power play guy. So like if he goes into L.A., I mean, yeah, sure, there's an off chance that he beats out Drew Doughty, but I don't think that's the way they're going to use him. I think he would be a second power play guy. Uh, you know, look at the rest of the teams that are rumored. Edmonton was discounted. I think Jeff Merrick said that they wouldn't be after him. But like Chickren would be a perfect ad there because he would <laughs> him and Nurse would be the only defensive defenseman they have. So I don't know. I, I love him for Edmonton, but apparently there's uh there's not even smoke there anymore. So I don't know. Keep an eye on Chickren. He could be on the move. And if he is, I don't like his chances of remaining relevant uh you know st louis was something we were talking about earlier in the year and and they just traded tarasenko which is our first storyline here so it doesn't look like st louis is in a position to add right now um for chicken so that's kind of out in my mind minnesota could still be after it but uh we'll see let's get into this tarasenko thing man um so he's playing for the rangers 
Played in his first game. It was real quick. Uh, he's on the top line with Panarin and Zibanejad. Power play's cool. got all power play's got kerfluffed, right? So uh, Philip Hedel moves up to the top unit. Trocek moves down onto the second unit where Tarasenko is, and Truba gets moved off altogether. Um, Tarasenko scored a goal. Panarin, beautiful dish. I think it was like three minutes into the game. So just immediate dividends, right? How do you like this move for Tarasenko's value? Uh, obviously, things move up for Hedl as he gets, you know, he's already kind of on like a streak right now and he gets moved up to the power, the top power play unit. So I love Philip Hedl here. We both have him in as uh, long-term ads. But uh, let, let's talk about like Tarasenko, Trocek. These are the guys that are on the second power play unit now. And uh, what's, what's your take there? How do you like Trocek? How do you we like Philip Hedl on long-term ads before it came out, you know, before game time came out and he was on the top power play, which is awesome, which is awesome. Super exciting. That's super exciting. Uh, I, you got to love it for Vladimir Tarasenko, too. I mean, how can you not? You're going into a situation with like goal scorers and a, and a bunch of like the Rangers are, are, may, are going to make a serious run at this. And they just have goal scorers out the yin yang. They do. I love for Tarasenko. I love Philip Hedl being on that top power play. Like he's a guy that I've always like. I've been I've been waiting, you know, waiting for this to happen where he finally starts, you know, coming into his own. Um, I think it's 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 huge for Hedl if he stays there. If he stays there, that's the thing. But you also got to imagine. I mean, he's still going to be on that same line. So I mean, don't get too crazy. Like he's it's still going to be the kid line out there, which is fine by me. How do you like Vinny T here? Uh, second line with Panarin. It looks like they switched things back. So it's Kreider, Zibanejad, Tarasenko. And now your second line has Panarin, Trocek, and Jimmy VC. Who cares about Jimmy VC? But uh, the top power play unit still has Philip Hedl. Second power play unit still has Vinny T and Tarasenko. And uh, actually, Keandre Miller got moved off, according to Daily Faceoff now, Jacob Truba. Uh, running the point on that second unit. I imagine that right there, like the Truba and Keandre Miller, they'll probably switch in and out. But uh, what do you think about Trocek? Like his power play one ceiling is gone. We've seen him before as a power play two kind of limits him to like 50, 55 points, uh, you know, notwithstanding the points that he's already accumulated. Do you think he's like a 50 to 55 point pace the rest of the way? It's a good power play two unit. It's not like it's not like he got shifted down to this, you know, friggin like, you know, B squad. It's impossible to kid yourself and say that, like, you know, it's it's on par with the top unit, but it's not a bad second power play unit. And Gallant did say that they're going to split some of the time there. I honest to God think that there is going to be enough. I think there's going to be enough points to go around in New York. I really do. Don't don't you or is it or is it just me? I mean, it <laughs> I, it, it looks yeah. like it's yeah. they scored six goals today against the Hurricanes, who are a good team. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's it looks like it's going to work. And Trocheck had two assists, by the way. So like, I think that there's going to be enough team or enough points to go around. Shit, Jimmy Vesey had two assists. Like, can hey. hate that. I hate the fact that Jimmy VC is viable. I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. And uh, Tarasenko in his second game recorded two hits. Didn't have any shots today. But uh, 13-25 time on ice. What are they doing to him? What's going on there? 
two games with the Rangers. He hasn't broken 14 minutes time on ice yet. So that's a weird one. I don't think, uh, I don't know. I don't buy it. Don't buy it. So I don't know. His time on ice will go up. I think they're experimenting with things. For me, Vinny Trocek moves down a little bit. I hate that uh, Gallant is now splitting up the power play units instead of stacking. Like he said, yeah, now our power play one doesn't need to be out there for a minute and 45 seconds on a two-minute power play. That's what we want as fantasy owners. That's what We want two minutes of Zibanejad out there and Chris Kreider and you know Panarin, Adam Fox, all that shit. So I don't know. It, on a micro level, I guess power play one takes a little step back too. Now that power play two is viable, that uh, you know maybe it's a one minute, 15 seconds to 45 seconds type thing instead of you know, 75 to 25% share. I don't know. This is tough. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm literally, I'm not worried about any of that. If, if you have a player on that team and you want points from that player, I think you're going to get it. They have four more goals in five of their last uh, six games. And in three of those games, they had six goals. Well, yeah, I, I don't think anybody is like, like a it, drop because you know, they move down to the second unit or what have you. Everyone's going to eat, dude. Everyone's going to eat. That that's uh, that is my final conclusion. And and what I honest to God think that's going to happen. So I, they might win the cup this year. Sammy Blay is back in St. Louis. Poor, poor guy. Uh, and poor guy. I guess Nico Mikola goes to uh, the Rangers as well. That's somebody that they were looking at. Uh, Sammy Blay. I think it's Hunter Skinner, who's a defensive prospect coming out of New York. Uh, St. Louis picks up the later of New York's. They had uh, two first round picks. So whichever one's later, that's the one that the St. Louis Blues are going to get. And they also get like. Thank God they didn't get a, Brennan Othman, right? Oh, yeah. Can't do that. Cannot do that. I think, I, I think I it was a good move. Thought, I actually thought that uh, that they were going to try to get Sakura. Mm. I thought they were going to go after Sakura. I, I thought they were going to go for the, uh, the goalie guy. I think it's like Garand yeah. or something. Um, all right. So let's, let's move into previous week's standout performances. Uh, for me, it's Dougie Hamilton, and this is the second time that he's made my standout stars list. You know, I just want to give him a shout out. He is point per game, 51 points in 51 games at the time of writing this. And Dougie Hams is a point per game defenseman, and that's just wild. You know, Eric Carlson, and rightfully so, is running away with all the airtime and the, uh, you know, fanfare. But Dougie Hamilton is just having a season at this point, and I wanted to give him kind of a moment in the sun on the five hole fantasy hockey podcast. It's you. I like every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. It's you. I know that that matters a lot to him. I am much more about giving Blake Coleman his moment. I like, yeah, like he can always have a moment in the sun as far as a lesser owned guy. That makes sense. I, I like, I actually had him as my previous week standout. Um, and I know we kind of, I, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier because I couldn't help myself. Uh, you know, but when I wrote this, uh, he had, you know, three goals and three assists in his last three games, 16 shots on goal in that span, five hits, one block, and he got another point today. Mm. 
because that's what Blake Coleman does. There you go. He's coming out, getting points, getting a little bit of everything, shooting. I love you, Blake Coleman. You're, you're, uh, I, I will, I will never turn my back on you. What are you thinking about Horvat? Uh, you know, we had a second to kick an ass yeah, and I take a so. names since he, he, since he got to the Islanders, <laughs> he kicked an ass, take names. Yeah. Last time we talked about it, he was, uh, you know, we were speculating, okay, Barzell is going to move over, but he's got three points in two games with, with them and six shots. He's playing pretty good time on ice this last game. He had 21 13. So, like, you know, his time on ice really hasn't taken a hit whatsoever. Um, loving that for him, but the the New York Islanders have yet to win with Horvat. Yeah, or no, they they did they, they did beat, beat Seattle the actually. They yeah they they lost to the Canucks. They did beat Seattle in his first game. Uh, all right, so scratch that entirely. But I know they're on like a three game skid or something. I forget. Um, yeah, they 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 lost to the Canucks. I think they lost to the Habs just recently. Um, yeah, they they did beat Seattle. They beat Philly. Um, but here we go. That's Bo Horvat with uh, with three points in his last two games. Love that. I mean, you see that often though when players go to new teams because it's it, they it's not like it's so. Hey, these are our plays, and you have to learn everything immediately. Like I get it; they want you to learn everything quickly, and I don't think I'm worried about that with Bo Horvat. But they it's it's more hey, go out and play kind of thing. I wish they'd tell that to Huberto. Just didn't click. All right, schedule breakdown. We are, like I said, on a limited timeline here, and it's pretty much a normal week. Like, we're through the All-Star break. We're out of the random two-week matchup, this, that, whatever. Uh, Monday's got five games, Tuesday nine, Wednesday six, Thursday eight, yada, yada, yada. It's your normal off nights. Uh, Saturday's packed, as it usually is. Best schedules, you know, far and away, it's the Minnesota Wild. They have the perfect schedule, four games, four off nights, that's who you want to be like zeroing in on. Uh, if you can find anybody there, like Joel Erickson Eck would be a just go check at this point. He's like 78%, yeah. something like that. Just go, I don't know just exactly go what he is, but he sees something like that. Just go Eck. Just go Eck. Uh, just go Eck. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa Senators, Arizona Coyotes, the Nashville Predators, Detroit Red Wings, and Chicago Blackhawks all have four games with three off nights. Uh, and I saw you wrote in here, Detroit's got three games in four days to start the week, which is interesting because uh, I think the Senators have four games in three nights to end the week. So there's there's definitely some, some pairings that you can do uh, with the schedule from this week, unless, of course, you find somebody super dope from the Minnesota Wild. But let's get into it. Um, and it's the Predators who have three games in four nights to end the week, not the Senators. Uh, the Senators do have a back-to-back to start. So, anyway, what's your uh, what's your tip of the week here? Uh, my tip of the week is you you always you know how I like to split my weeks up, uh, and I want to start with one of those back-to-backs. So you just talked about the Ottawa Senators. I like their schedule in general, um, but the Panthers, you know, also have a very good start to the week where they have three games in four days. They are playing the uh, the Capitals. Uh, which are a hard out right now, but you're looking at the Blues and the Wild. Wild have shown that they can still, you know, beat you, but they'll give you they'll give you goals. Um, but the Panthers have a back to back on Monday and Tuesday. Um, and Edmonton, who I'm looking at in the latter half of the week, they have three games at the end of the week, just Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, but they're all off nights. 
All off nights, three games, three offs. So, and and they're playing well right now. Uh, mm. And so at, at the latter half of the week, honestly, this will surprise you, but I'm looking at Ryan McLeod. He is Oof. only 1%, but he keeps on getting on the score sheet. Uh, you know, he he's he's playing with Dreisaitl right now. Like, come on. I don't know. He got another point today. He got another point today. Yeah, he did. That pass from from McDavid, that no look behind the back pass, it was sexy. That was a good looking one. <laughs> He's on the second power play unit, so you know, fucking lock it in. Uh, my tip of the week is, and it sucks because the Minnesota Wild are like you know they're a fun team, uh, hands down the best jerseys in the league. Ooh, yeah. Um. I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. I just, I don't think this is the week to chase off nights. So my tip of the week is just get the best player who you're going to be able to roster because Monday, five games, like your, your heavy nights this week are nine games, eight games, 13 games. So Saturday, you want to stay away from that. So I think even on those heavy nights, like you can still get somebody in. So you're not like. Don't get all boned up over off nights. Like <laughs> just go for the best player. And, you know, if you can find somebody from Nashville that, that, you know, has higher pedigree or Ottawa or Detroit or Arizona or Chicago, even uh, just go for the best chance. Skip the off nights. Like if you can get four games out of somebody, all of these teams like Minnesota, Ottawa and the Blackhawks, those are three teams that play four times and do not play on Saturday. So there's there's a good chance for you to go out get four games. Like you don't have to just go, Oh, perfect schedule wild. Like, no, just, just get the best player that you're going to be able to play four times. Um, so that's my tip. Long-term hold. We're both thinking about Philip Heedle here. Uh, and I don't think there's any, like you, you gotta be thinking about it. Yeah. 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 He's under 50%. He, I wrote that. I wrote this yesterday. He was under 50%. He's 49%. Like he might be over 50%, especially after, you know, seeing that he's on the top power play. He didn't get any points tonight, but he was previously on a six-game point streak, seven goals, two assists. Let's see the transaction trends from uh, Yahoo. Let's see who the total, like the highest added player right now is. Uh, Justin Wall, Joseph Wall, I don't know, the friggin' goalie for Toronto. Yeah, it's Joseph. All right. Uh, Then it was Aiden Hill, which is smart move. Everyone out there, yeah, smart move. And I don't see Philip. Yep, there he is, uh, 573 ads. So he's he's well within the, uh, you know, the big, big names here. Um, yeah, I, I, mm, I want to bring up Seth Jones, who is a just go check. But I, where did I have him? But he's got like most of his points in recent memory, and he's on a streak. So I don't know if, if anybody out there needs some defensemen, go for it with. Uh, with Seth Jones. <laughs> Let's talk about streamer options. Um, I like Nick Schmaltz here. Uh, again, he is one of the, of course I would, but you know, he's, he's going to play on Saturday. So you like the chances you get in all four games are pretty low, but he's got 11 points in his last 12 games. So he's, he's schmaltzing again. And he, he was on like a kind of a hot or a cold schmaltz. Now he's on a hot schmaltz. So we are, we're on top of schmaltz. Got to schmaltz him. Schmaltz men, he should be this week's Schmaltz. Okay, he's nineteen percent. He's a center and a right wing, and he's schmaltzing. Okay, so I'm I'm taking Ryan Hartman here. 
Like I brought him up before. I liked him then, and he screwed me. He screwed me. He made me look bad, and I was wrong. But they got a perfect schedule coming up here, and I like him again. He is 25% owned. He's back on that top line, and he got a goal today. He did shit before now, but he got a goal today, so I'm hoping that's the start of something good. He had three shots on goal today with a goal. I like it. Ryan Hartman, come on, please. Don't, 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 don't screw me again, dude. He's back on the top line. Like it's a perfect time for this because of Minnesota's perfect schedule. So like Ryan Hartman playing with Caprizov, playing with Zuccarello, uh, not getting top power play time, but whatever. It's Minnesota. They haven't been like a notorious power play powerhouse. But uh, you know, top line with Caprizov, who's easily their best player, top ten of the league, and second power play unit. So fine. I, I do think he is probably. I would take him over Schmaltz. Actually, yeah, I would take four games of Hartman over Schmaltz. Three games of Schmaltz. I don't know. That's a tough one. What do you say? I'm inclined to say Schmaltz, I guess. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it even depends. Clearly, you're looking for points in this situation because that's what you're getting from either of them. Uh, but I do honestly think that Schmaltz is the better player. So at that rate, I'm taking Schmaltz. Also, Barrett Hayton is playing pretty damn well right now. Like, uh, I I guess I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. But I still like I still like Ryan Harmon. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I will always have a fondness for Ryan Harmon, and I, that's why he is my number one streamer. Both of these teams have tough schedules. Minnesota's got Florida, Colorado, Dallas, and Nashville this week. Arizona, they got Nashville, Tampa. LA and then like Columbus. So that Sunday game is pretty sweet. Uh, like if, if Schmaltz is still out there by Sunday, I think that's, that's where you got to go. But um, I don't know. It's, it's tough sledding both ways. The second one for me, and I'm going out on a limb here. It's Taylor Radish. 2% rostered. Chicago's got uh, four games without touching that Saturday. Uh, but my guy has nine points, four goals, five assists in his last 11 games. And something's happening with Chicago. Uh, this new goalie, Jackson Stalber, who's 3-0-0, and, um, and do not, I repeat, you do said not take this you as said me his advocating name, to go pick up a Chicago goalie. I just wanted to highlight the fact. He's a person. I just <laughs> I just wanted to say he's 3-0-0 uh, in his first three starts for Chicago. And Chicago's got Montreal, Ottawa, and a double dose of Toronto this week. So the Montreal game, that could be a fun stream on Tuesday. Roll that into Wednesday with Toronto, um, you know, Radish top six, he's top power play for whatever that's worth. But I think Radish, you, you know, you hide that or ride that hot streak um, and just kind of roll with it. And Chicago is losing today. But then again, that's Peter Morazic. And he's he's out there throwing roast beef sandwiches into, yeah, the, well, into the crowd, man. There you it's go. Beef and cheddar for everybody. He's like fucking Oprah. <sighs> he got an 842. Hot dog cannon just full of fucking roast beefs. <laughs> that's a good night for him too all right <laughs> uh my second guy i like i said before and i really do feel this ryan mcleod uh on top of the fact that he's handsome as fuck he's serious hot guy check-in vibes he's getting hits he's on a line with dry sidle uh he now has another goal so he has three goals and one assist in his last four games uh ryan mcleod boom one percent 
I know you've seen Brink on Disney Channel. That's what he looks like to me. His hockey reference profile picture, like he should be he should be on rollerblades, not ice skates. I don't know what that is. Ready? What? You against Gabriella. Whoever loses has to take off. And you better not lose, man. Come on, man. You can't make me do that. Come on, man. I'm not skating against you. Hey, why not? You've been doing it for weeks. Cool. We'll go down to the beach. First one there wins. Let's get down to the finish line to make sure there's no cheating. Frank, it was like, I, I forget the name of the team, but it was like a rollerblading Disney Channel movie. And, uh, you know, he, he's like a free freestyle skater. And he like uh, he was on his own team. And then he gets sponsored. And like, there's this other bad guy. Anyway. All right. My third guy is Matthew Joseph, who is on the top line with Stutes and Kachuk. He's got five of his 12 points on the year have been in his last 10 games. And three of his 12 points on the year have been in the last five games. So to say he's eating up is uh, accurate. Ottawa's got Calgary, St. Louis, the Islanders, and Chicago this week. So Ottawa has a very good chance to put up some points. And, uh, you know, Matty Joes, he's he's a hitter too. So you can give him some rope, hope for some uh, some offense. He's in a good spot to do it. And he's definitely going to get you some hits. So if you're in a Cats league, I like Matty Joseph as a uh, kind of like a deeper ad. I have a lot of like deep ads here today. I'm also going Ottawa on my on my number three streamer, Shane Pino. 5% owned. Uh, he's on the second line with Cat and G right now. Second power play. He got another assist today. Um, he's he, Well, hold up. Hold up. Because R- Ridley Gregg is what? second line, isn't he? What? Did I miss something? Yeah, so that's Ridley Gregg, who was like my uh, hold for the other week. But he's, he's really not doing too much. So that was just a. Uh, yeah, Why are you hurting my feelings like that? What? I don't mean to. It's on third line now. Drake Batherson, Derek Broussard. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's not a bad third line. He's playing yeah. Drake Batherson. There you go. Fine. Fine. So I like Shane Pinto. He's on the third line right now. Uh playing with Jake Batherson. Uh but in, in all seriousness, um I, I, I do like Shane Pinto. He, he's still on that second power play unit. Um like I said, he got another he got another point today. Uh, he's just, you know, going out there and getting points, and and so are the Ottawa Senators as of late. Um, they're a, you know, they're a, they're a good team. They can score goals. Uh, they got a bunch of goal scorers on their team. So I mean, uh, there, there's going to be points to be had. Screw you, Ridley Greg, 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 Greg. <laughs> My just moving into the just go check. Uh, I, I, you know, I like just go check on Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, Seth Jones, I think, is well worth a just go check at this point. Uh, and you got to like, you know, we're going to roll into our goalie streamers at the same time here. But, you know, you got to check on uh, Mad Sugard, you know, with Anton Forsberg going down and Cam Talbot still on the shelf. Sugard could potentially get four really sweet games this week for Ottawa. And, you know, I talked about their schedule um, already and four very winnable games. Ottawa's got uh, Calgary, the Islanders, Chicago, and St. Louis. So, you know, if you're going to get eh, one of them is a back-to-back. So we'll see what they do there. But, um, you know, you could very well could get three games out of it, depending on how it goes with with Forsberg. So check on him. Check on Aiden Hill and Vimelka 
coming into this next week is is somebody to look at. Philip Gustafsson, there's tons of just go checks in the goalie territory if you need help. You're you're right. There's definitely a lot of goalie streamers. I, I also like Pavel Francouz here. Um, he's 42% owned, under 50%. And the Avs have two back-to-backs this week. Um, that's all they have is, you know, four games, two back-to-backs. Uh, so you're looking at Pavel Francouz getting two starts. For sure. Uh, and in terms of bangers, who do you like? Um, I'm going to go Marcus Foligno. Uh, we're, we're sticking with the perfect schedule of Minnesota here. Uh, so you have that great schedule, good on periffs, and, you know, a good good chance of points this week. I will go for Jonas Brodine, who's blocking up a storm. Fair enough. Also on Minnesota. Fair enough. Streamer pick of the week. If you had to pick one guy, who is he going to be? I'm going Ryan Harmon. Yeah, I am. I, like I did. I want. I want you to not screw me again, Ryan Hartman. Uh, I'm. I'm going with him. Scored a goal today. I like it. It's making me look good already. I dig it. Uh, I can get behind that one. And I mean, he's in the right spot, and it's a perfect week to try it out. Uh, I'm going to go with Schmaltz on my side, and I think it's just going to be. It's going to be a solid duel between these two guys. Uh, going tit for tat this week. So we'll see how it winds up. Um, Raj, sorry about the uh, technical difficulties in the middle while you're editing this tonight. Uh, it's going to be back and we'll catch you Tuesday. We'll talk some trends. Get them in the Discord if you guys want us to talk about anybody uh, who's riding hot, who's riding cold, and uh, we'll deep dive their sustainability on the show. And then we got the mailbag later on this week. And yeah, that's it. Back to normal. Having at it. Love you guys. Bye. Love yous. Bye.